Well, guys, it has been a long break. It has been a, quite the hiatus since our last episode has launched. Um, we've been in waiting. We've been hiding. We've been quiet. We've been watching. We've been doing what you might say a hunter yes. would do. We have been waiting for the right opportunity um, to finally get our next interviewee in here. And today we have a real humdinger. Yes, we do. But before we get to that, I want to introduce today's co-hosts, the guys that are flying around with me. We've got Andy Yost on today's recording. Yep, yep. Andy, welcome. Thank you, Luke. Thanks for having me here. Really excited to uh, yeah, dig into uh, Tom's memory banks here. As am I. Yeah. And we also have Tyler Doss, a, a, a classmate of Tom. How you doing? Thanks for having me back. It's good to have you back, Tyler. <laughs> Appreciate that. And Andy, it's good to have yeah, you on. Always. And this is a perfect time to tell everybody that you are going to be a more familiar face, a more consistent face. That is true. I have uh, accepted the position, formal position um, of co-host to the podcast. So Luke, thank you for the invitation to come on and uh, yeah, attend the ride with you. So this is good. The the name of the podcast has changed. Wow. We've uh, almost, let's just say that it's graduated. Let's say that. To That's, keep it in the school vein. Yes. Um, yeah, because someone's missing from the last time I was that, here. Yeah. We do need to say that, yes, Jeremy Kane is no longer with us. I mean that from Did a podcast he, standpoint. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was in a weird way to announce His voice that. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know. Yes. Uh, actually, what happened was uh, the comedian Theo Vaughn reached out to us and <laughs> said, he said, hey, we need a, we need a Midwest comedy writer. Um, you, your podcast caught our eye mm-hmm. and they picked him over you. Well, yeah, yeah. I, got, I got excited, but here come to find out Rogan's behind it all. And he mm, said, we've already course. got enough assholes over here. That's right. We just want Jeremy. Just Jeremy. Morals. So Jeremy, have fun with Theo. We're yeah. going to have fun with Tom. Love you, Jeremy. We're going to have fun with Tom. You know, we're not rebuilding here at the podcast. I'd like to think that we reloaded. Right. And uh, I'd like to think that we've graduated our name to be more inclusive, to be more accurate to what these stories entail. And that is, we are now called Central's Coolest Stories. Oh, that's right. CCS for sure. Yeah. And I think you have to do that by default because I think you've had more interviewees on from the 03 and the 02 class than the 04. Was that? that? That's, that's probably accurate. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So that's probably overdue. I'm yes. impressed you have your second era of your podcast. I mean, a lot of a lot of podcasts get started; they don't get their second era. You are on your second co. You're on your second co-host. That's yeah. That's, well, I mean, now that not a lot of podcasts that happens to. Is that a positive? Thing? That's a positive. I mean, you made Maybe it. I'm burning you, through them like no, cigarettes. No, no, yeah. No. Stay tuned in three months, guys. I'll be gone. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, well, thank you for saying that, Tyler. But honestly, it's it's everyone's involvement. That's what's made it special. And that's what makes today special because Tom Landry. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, longtime listener, first time caller. Uh, never been done this before. <laughs> well, your phone call line sounds great. So yeah. we're glad you took time out there on the farm. To, he has a to great voice. I go way back. I'd love for us to kind of share our connection with him because I think, I think everyone that has had a... a the blessing to experience Tom walks away feeling like they had a connection with him. That's Do you just, think he's the most or second most talked about person oh, on your on the, on the, on the say, podcast? I would say that that hasn't been on. Like I would, uh, Kyle would be first, right? Oh, Emic yeah, would be there. Emic, yeah, he's been talked about a lot. Yeah, he might be second. 
Oh, I would definitely Absolutely. agree with that. Yeah. A lot I would of stories say, about you, Tom. Yeah, yeah, just a lot of respect, and I'm I'm saying all this with a lot of anticipation. Yeah, it's almost like getting on an airplane. You know, <laughs> like you expect to land safely at your destination, but there's that small chance it could go. It, it could go haywire. You never know. And with Tom Landry, there, there's that wild piece in him. I'm just looking at him right now. Like, oh. It's, I've, it's good that I've we're been talking on an airplane. Rules. Actually, they they don't like it when you question. They're like, "You're seeking me. Is this a flotation device?" And I was like, "Really? Have you tried it?" And she just like stared at me and did not answer. So, That's, are yeah. you serious? Yeah, yeah. See. Of course, the farmer would test things out right. ahead of time. Yeah, you got to know. Yeah, that's right. You don't want to wait till it crashes. <laughs> Do you ask that every time you get on an airplane? Not every time, no. Just the first but, time. And, and if you get seated by the door, they always tell you if it crashes, you're supposed to take yeah. the door off and then help everybody. Yeah. Fuck that, I'm hopping out yeah. and running. <laughs> right. That's a good point. Right. That's, that's something they never do a demonstration of, you know? I right. want to see someone rip that cushion off. Yeah. But Tom and I, we go, we go way back. Uh, I, I went to Worcester Christian School with Tom Landry. And he told me some things about diarrhea in the cafeteria at lunchtime. Oh, maybe you can help me. So I tried <laughs> to tell Emily about the, there was a song from childhood. I can't remember the whole thing. It started out, hello, my name is Myrtle. I'm a constipated turtle. And then I cannot remember what the rest of it was. And do you remember that song at all? No. Okay. <sighs> no. I've been, it's been bothering me. Like I just I like, had like a flashback to that song one day and like could remember it from my childhood, but I don't remember anymore who's but, emily uh my girlfriend okay oh nice does she know she's your girlfriend uh yeah she saw it on facebook yeah. nice. <laughs> nice. that's what yeah. that's what's interesting about tom and we'll get to that uh for being a private man he does post publicly he, yes so but we'll get to that yeah tom i'm sorry i can't finish your your song but by the time we launch this episode i'll search youtube high and low and if it's out there we'll throw it in all right we intro will, yeah but licensing or not, I don't care. We'll I, put it in. I bet he could finish the end of if you're driving down the in a Chevy and you feel something, something heavy. Oh yeah, that, I remember yeah. this. Yes, yeah. that's right. And yes, you were the master yes. at coming up with new ones, and and being two years ahead of us. I think I was like in second grade, and hearing this fourth grader go. When you're climbing up a ladder and you feel something splatter, diarrhea. Right. Yeah. I was just mesmerized. Like that was probably my first interaction with improv, and you did it so well. But we, I again, I, I wanted everyone to kind of chime in on yeah. their connection. That's my so, first Tom. Lane so my my Tom, Lane, I did not go to Worcester Christian School, so we didn't grow up together. My first memory of you was at Central. Um, uh, just remember you being a really genuine guy, always down for a good laugh, but I've actually gotten into you more. And even if you know it or not, after high school, following you on Facebook okay. and your deer hunting videos, because yeah. I myself has, have become a deer hunter Awesome. and I'm, I'm loving all the, uh, the deer hunting pictures, the archery stuff. So I, I really want to probe your mind on that. So, but Tyler, what about you, man? What's your, uh, what's your first recollection of Tom? My first recollection of Tom is golf freshman year like that's my first memory of of hanging out with you because at right. that point ha was that your first time golfing uh my grandparents used to take me golfing and that's when i got started and so i always like they i never that well you remember in golf team even i just i had my grandpa's old set of golf clubs they all had the wooden heads on right. the drivers and everything yeah and my yeah we they we always went to uh 
Oh, uh, Spruce Tree, mm. the little part, part three, three course. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. 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 not a, keep not, the group. Yeah, the... <laughs> so that like doesn't really like help you develop as a golfer. No, the like the longest hole is like a part four. No, and those, right. those greens are always well manicured. If my memory serves <laughs> yeah. me correctly. Uh, was that your first year? What, what was your first year at Central? It was seventh, seventh grade. Yeah, yeah. Yep. and then the, our first time that we hung out really was golf. Was yeah. golf? Is that's that's my first memory? Yeah, and then yeah. it just took off from there into wonderful to end with uh killing pheasants yeah with bon Shock, yes. <laughs> that's right yeah so, I remember Tom, that. why did you go to central what was the path that led you to central christian well we i grew up going to worcester christian and then uh i'm not sure how my parents found central christian but they asked me if i wanted to go there and i did i wasn't really interested in going to public school so i had a good experience at worcester christian and wanted to go to central christian then there you go were there a lot of people from Worcester Christian going over to Central at that yeah. time? Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you remember Dan Stauffer. He went to Worcester Christian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. He, came, yes. he came to Central, but he only stayed till middle school, and then he went to Triway after that, and I still hang out with him. Another avid deer hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Outdoorsman. Yeah. Very much so. And are you new to deer hunting? Uh, I would say within the last 10 years, new. So, okay. Yeah. You never did it when you were younger. Never. No, my That's dad was a veterinarian, so it was kind of the uh, antithesis of, yeah. you know, <laughs> veterinary medicine. Yeah. But interesting. the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just trying to save them. Right, right. But like even with growing up hunting and everything, when we had the animal husbandry mini term with, uh, what? Uh, who was, was I, Dave was Racer I did that one. We had to kill those chickens. We had to rip their head off and oh. then pull out their beating heart. And oh, really? I I had like even though I only got to know this chicken for a few minutes, we had like an emotional connection, and I I didn't want to kill my chicken. He ended up I had to let him do it. I couldn't I couldn't kill my chicken. I just we became friends, and I was I just couldn't no. do it. Interesting. Yeah. Was this the one? Was this the one where you they made the stump and they put the two nails on either side and you pulled the chicken? That sounds well. And the head he, through. He it. gave us that option, or they some of them they just twisted the head and popped really? it off, and then yeah, because we had to dissect them real quick because they wanted to see like while well, the heart was still beating and everything. Yeah, and, yeah I have like a vague memory of yeah. chickens being murdered and running around. Right, that was yep. the first time I've ever yeah, seen that. Yeah, because you're right. The ones that they did outside, they sat down to show that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, okay, so that was animal hud husbandry Husband. with yeah. Dave. Yeah. That's well, one of my I don't terms. remember that. Was that your freshman sophomore year? Um, that sounds kind of like a, a you know bottom of the barrel fine arts of Ohio right. oh, freshman oh, sophomore yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did the first one I did the mini barns building one the first year yeah that was probably my second year one uh, yep because then the third year we did the canoe trip and then yep. the last year yeah. was Arizona yeah. yeah that sounds right walk me through being a deer hunter guys I, like I, I haven't done it in years and that was in West Virginia with a rifle so that's not really true deer hunting right? why not it's a rifle that thing shoots flat like oh you have a lot it, of people upset with you if you said that <gasps> oh really well, it's, it's just, real deer it's hunting a, it's a different movie. style yeah. like, it's different it's, i mean it, what do you think tom i shot yeah. a doe in west virginia like what if i told you that wouldn't you like spit on me you'd be like that's not <laughs> no. a real <laughs> no i i actually grew up always because my dad built homemade longbows so i always grew up shooting longbows and just he we used to do this homemade longbow with the cedar shaft and doing it that way that's how i killed my first few deer and tons of small game and then from there i like got well like when i started working at the factory i hurt my shoulder and i wasn't able to pull my bow anymore so 
probably four years ago i bought my first compound bow with the wheels and the let off and everything and so i was able to still hold it full draw and shoot and that and it's a lot easier with the compound it's it's not quite the same as shooting traditional yeah Yeah. so tom let's go let's go back a second because i think for the audience we've all seen robin hood whether it's the disney version or kevin costner and they're just slinging arrows and putting them on the paper and you know it looks so easy right I want to talk through the the mindset of an archer, and I want to hear your perspective. But first, I want to go back. Take us back. Your dad built his own longbow. I saw that on Facebook. I was blown away when he shot a buck with this longbow. Where does that? Where did that begin? Have the Landry's always been? Um, so no, my grandpa only he hunted rabbits, squirrels, and pheasants with an old sixteen gauge shotgun. That's the only hunting he did, and they did it basically because they. He said he grew up poor and that was extra food. And so they, my family's always hunted. And then my dad got into bow hunting in the, it would have been late fifties, early sixties when he was in school still. And at that time, the uh, availability of bows wasn't very great. And so rather than to order one and wait on it for forever, he taught himself to build his own because he wanted a bow quicker than what it took. To, it wasn't like now where you can yeah, just yeah. go to a Cabela's and just walk out with one the same day. It was a big deal back then. Yeah. So he actually made the front page of the paper back then because there wasn't a whole lot of people deer hunting. And then for him, when he was a senior in high school, to kill a doe with his homemade longbow, he, he made the paper. This is a day, day the record? Or was, yeah. yeah. Wow. Nice. That's and then he shot in the later 60s. He got a buck that was the state record typical with that uh, bow and arrow, and it stayed the record for 10 years. Wow. So what goes into the construction? I mean, does he have to pick the right wood? I mean, right. what's the process? His of- earlier ones were a lot of uh, you, and then later on he started to build bows out of bamboo, laminated bamboo strips with fiberglass backing. Wow. Can you do this? I on my senior year, my senior project, I built a longbow for a senior project, and then we went out front, and they told me to shoot it from out in front of the school. He's like, "Just shoot up in there. We want to see how far it goes." I was like, "No, it's not good." He's like, "Yeah, just shoot. It'll be fine." And I shot, and it the arrow came down in the tennis courts (laughs) from the from the main entrance there. Yeah. So you you don't make them now? No, I don't. Okay. I I always like shooting more than making. Like the yeah. the tedious. Like there's a lot of like sanding and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that that just that at that time I was younger and just didn't have the patience. Right. So so right. someone at Central told you to shoot this arrow. Yeah, I think you, this could be I the first it, time on record we've ever heard of someone at Central encouraging a student to shoot. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, because I think our class was like Name one this of the person last when we were in middle school. We still did the. Uh, I don't know if you. Were, would it, would have been with us? We went and shot the clay pigeons at the farm up the road. Yes. Yeah. That was with Vaughn as well. I yeah, believe. at that uh, veal farm or something there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. I was. Yeah, because I don't think I don't know. Did you guys get to do that or not? I don't. That was a major, no. right? Right. Because well, no, it, it was part of uh, gym class, like an elective thing. Oh, oh okay. I wow. believe. 
Oh, he, we got to, it was shooting? optional. We didn't have to. Yeah, but we so whoever wanted to, we went and we got to go shoot clay pigeons there. Yeah, because then uh, that Columbine shooting happened, and I think that after that they didn't they shut it down. Yeah, I don't oh. think that they continued that that I know of because my sister said they didn't get to do it. Interesting. So your dad's a, your dad's creating making long bows. Are you just born like with a bow in hand in the crib? Right. He started making me bows when I was real real little. So I always had a bow growing up, like since I could walk. Yeah. yeah. Walk us through the mindset. So you've got an arrow in hand, whatever it is, longbow, compound, pull back, and you're, you've got your your um, your game in sight, if you will, whether it's a squirrel, rabbit, whatever. What's going through your mind? What's the mental process like of the, an archer before you let let go of that release? Right. With that, it's just the boat. Like you pick your spot, just like you did when you were a kid with a slingshot, when you would stare at the pop can and just pull it back and let the rock fly to shoot a pop can it's the same traditional archery is the same sort of thing you pick out that spot and you just so are you talking to yourself are you like well you want the form's important so yeah you want you want to try and remember you know did i hit full draw like did you feel your fingers against your face when you reached full draw did you make it the whole way back and do the same thing every time yeah repetitive consistency is what helps so you're not exactly Pointing, looking at an exact target, it's more of a general, because you have no sights to look down. Right. So you just stare at what you want to hit and you just focus on that. And you're just looking at this. Okay. Right. At what you want to hit. Interesting. But I mean, it sounds like you, do you you shoot your bow a lot? Practice a lot? Oh yeah. Okay. So obviously it takes a lot of practice and preparation, but if I recall, there was a story, was it you or someone like you guys were walking and he just a bird flew up and oh, ripped it shot it right well, out of the air Michael and I told Michael that story. yeah so i didn't i shot at a whole bunch of them flying that day but then we had the one that was a runner he oh. wouldn't fly so the guys with the guns didn't shoot and the one that kept running that's the one he was on a run but he never flew so okay, i shot him while he was running he wasn't flying he was okay. running yeah <laughs> so for the record for right. the <laughs> I think it's actually more impressive. I downplayed it, if anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone, anyone can hit a flying bird, but a running right. one. Right. Yeah. And yet, that was with Vaughn as well. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, remember the story pretty much right, except yeah, for the flying we part. But it was fun. still extremely yeah. impressive. I mean, is that something, was that impressive for you? Is that something that... Oh, I, mean, yeah, I mean, I was happy it connected. Yeah. I was. I really wanted to knock one out of the air so bad. Like, right. I was trying so hard, but... I do remember taking yeah, a lot of shots. It was but. tough. Yeah. Where, what are your archery skills now? Like, would you expect to hit more out of the air today if we'd go walking? Um, well, since now I shoot compound more, and it's it's different than the traditional bow. Slower? Well, the... The draw. Like, no, well, it a little bit, yeah, but the, with the sights and everything on that, it's not quite the same as the feel you get when you shoot instinctive. Are, do you hunt every week for food, may I ask that? <laughs> no, well, I do have two chest freezers, and I since I switched to the compound, I usually get six to eight deer a year and keep the freezers pretty wow. full. Nice. Right on. I'm going to mm. need your venison recipes. <laughs> I, yeah. I just don't really like it myself. Oh, oh really? Too gamey. Yeah, it depends how you prepare. Prepare. It. Yeah. That's the key. How do you yeah. get six deer? I thought there was like a limit. Well, I hunt Ohio and West Virginia every year for three and three. Yeah, usually. I didn't even know you could get three deer. Well, yeah, in Ohio you can if you split the like the way that the counties go and everything with individual bag limits, you could get up to six in Ohio if you traveled around. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. Yeah, there's different limits per county. So your freezers right. are full. Yeah. Wow. Because mm-hmm. I still got some meat too from the. I, this last fall, I didn't get anything, but the year before, I got an elk out west. And you go to Idaho? Yeah. 
Interesting. That those were awesome pictures on the Instagram. Yeah, I saw that yeah. too. Yeah. So so you've slayed a lot of animals over your yeah. two thousand and seven was probably my best year. I drew uh antelope, mule deer, elk, and a moose tag all in the same year. And I went out there and I was able to with the longbow, I killed a real nice buck antelope, a bull moose, and a bull elk. I did not get a mule deer. So I Three out of four, though, I was that was like my best year of hunting going out. West. Wow, wow, wow! It's like the triple crown of hunting. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. So, have you ever come across? I mean, with all these animals, and it sounds like your heart, you're eating them that you're killing oh, to yeah. eat. Um, and it sounds like you know, based on the chicken episode in high school or the chicken uh, mini term in high school, you have a, a, a soft spot for the. Achilles heel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Have don't you ever look him in the eye? No, don't look him in the eye before. <laughs> Have you ever come across someone that has not been so fond of uh, the craft that you uh, are oh, so yeah. excellent at? And have you ever had any inter interactions or altercations with someone that feels differently? Oh yeah, there's lots of people who don't understand hunting. Like they don't. Yeah, yeah. they don't understand why we do it. And yeah, uh, you can't make like it's hunting something you have to experience. You can't explain it to somebody and have them understand it the same way you do. Right. Like until you've taken a life, it's it's not. Yeah, it's not just something that you can just tell somebody and have them understand from you telling them what you felt when yeah. you did it. Right. Yeah. So Tom, what's your? Uh, we've talked a lot about bow hunting. Are are you a rifle guy too? I, yeah, growing up, I never gun hunted. And then, uh, one, like more recently, some of the friends that I have, they just, they don't for, they're busy, you know, they're adults, they have kids, they have busy lives. They don't have time to go out and bow, bow hunting requires a lot of commitment, a, a lot, lot of time practice. Yeah. yeah and so Amen. a lot of my friends, then they would just, they only gun hunt. And yeah. I, and so they, they invited me along and the first few times I went out and they would do the deer drives and I'd show up with the bow and I actually, they were real impressed. The first time when I went with them, we went out and, uh, they kicked up an eight point buck and it ran right by me and I shot him twice with the bow as he went by. Twice. And then, yeah. And then somebody shot him with a shotgun over the hill and is got it, him. Yeah. Is it Legolas? What's what's the Lord of the Rings <laughs> arts? No, it's Oh, because oh, yeah. when I hit him, he stopped and like looked around because he couldn't figure out what happened. And so I quick knocked another one and put a second yeah. one in him. And he went over the hell and somebody else shot him. And since they shot him last, yeah. they, oh, they claimed him. him? Yeah. Oh, come on. But then, you get, like, but then the guy told me later that he like felt bad because yeah, it was like it was like an uncle of one of my friends, like an older guy that they, 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 they don't have a whole lot of time to hunt. So they just that that week of gun season, that's their chance to put meat in the freezer. And right. so for yeah. him, he was like, yeah, this, this is my dear. So, so in regards to the hunting laws in ohio um i don't know if you guys knew this but you are not allowed to use a rifle cartridge a tapered rifle cartridge in ohio if you use a straight wall cartridge right do you like that law do you think that's okay for the state of ohio do you think we should revisit that so my girlfriend emily she grew up in a hunting family but she never hunted and so she started wanting to get into it so that with the, she didn't like she doesn't like shotguns because when she was uh younger her dad had her shoot a heavy load because yep. he thought it was funny she remembered and it, that. yeah yep. and ever since mm. then she was really gun shy so one of the new straight wall cartridges is the 350 legend yep it's good really round. low recoil yeah. yeah so i bought her one of those and she was comfortable shooting that and she ended up the first year out she got a buck yeah. with it and she is hooked on hunting yeah. now and That's, i think that as far as getting people into it it's 
very accurate expanded the, yeah. the yeah. because with a slug gun like even with the best ammo like you weren't your range was limited yep. you still had to be fairly close and well, it wasn't always consistent i'm a i'm a testimony to that because i always used a shotgun with a slug uh, but it kind of felt like you're you ha- had to be still within bow range of 20 30 40 yards right but i, I got the uh, 450 bushmaster round, oh, yeah and that's a good round just like the 350 yeah. legend so i think you're right i think the um that's broadened the popularity maybe of of hunting in ohio right with the introduction of some of those rounds and as far as being effective if you're confident like for somebody like that that doesn't have the experience knowing that you're dead on like that gives you the confidence to take and make right. that shot right. yeah yeah what are your favorite venison recipes uh we do a lot of uh roast throw them in the crock pot get with some potatoes and carrots and onions and stuff do that with the deer roast how many times a week would you say you eat venison (laughs) i mean i don't i've never did you have it for breakfast uh oh yeah not not today but (laughs) i have before yeah not today i didn't yeah but we eat a lot of deer meat and squirrels and rabbits yeah yeah right on yeah usually this year we did i shot i had one deer i put the whole thing into jerky one all into deer bologna and then we did steaks and burgers and roasts what else did we do that your oh, iron we, did, we took amazing. one to canaan's and had it all into uh deer hot dogs <laughs> oh, so dear that dogs, we will have yeah. deer hot dogs for summer for yeah bonfires and there stuff there you go now, now, Tom, you can't come in here and, and paint a picture that you eat everything that you harvest. Right. Because I believe I've seen some photos on Facebook doing some bow fishing. Oh, yeah. With carp. Yeah. Please tell mm. me you're not eating those. No, those all end up in the cornfield oh, for good. fertilizer. Good. Oh, yeah. fertilizer. Okay. okay. So He's repurposing. The, He's yeah. repurposing. Okay, good. Yeah. Wonderful. Good. Yeah. You lying to yeah. me. Good. We bring them all home. <laughs> we don't leave them floating. Yeah, no, we bring them all home and... They go out in the corner. That looks field. like the most fun. Yeah, oh, walk yeah. us through that. fishing. Yeah. I've never How done do you that. do that? Yeah, so we get a special reel that mounts onto your bow, and it attaches to a harpoon-tipped arrow with fishing line. And, yeah, you go out there, and when the – so typically it'll be around May is the peak of the carp spawn when they start coming from the deeper water up into the shallows because the water temperature is warmer in the shallow water, and that's where they'll lay their eggs because the, the eggs can't get too cold to fertilize and everything. So they'll be – when they come into heat – They'll, there'll be a big female carp with like four or five males. They'll all be slapping her because they smack them with their tail to like knock the eggs out of them so they mm-hmm. can fertilize the eggs. And they, you'll just see the water going crazy and you know that you got to get on the boat and get going and get over to where that's <laughs> at. Fish being slapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sometimes when they're doing that, you can get two or three on an arrow if you get it lined up just right when oh, they're together like that. Yeah. But the best is when the big females come. Some You've probably seen the picture. Some of them oh, real massive. big ones. Oh, yeah. They're huge. And that's fun because we just take little flat bottom boats out like 10 12 foot flat bottom boat and if you get into one of them big ones it'll pull the boat sometimes you just oh. and yeah. where, where's this at where do you go we go up to lake erie in the okay. harbor yeah. and this is not the asian carp right because that's right. different okay right. just, yep. okay yeah, well, there's we, common we carp. We, we and wouldn't discriminate we, either yeah, way. American, yeah, yeah. What are you asking? Sorry, I, Stop. I, 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 yeah, we don't, we don't I, care. Wait, for those listening we don't care right i have asian friends that shoot carp that's exactly right yeah Come on, come on. <laughs> Actually, I think the ancient carp is a pest and it needs right. to be yes, eliminated. Invasive. Yep, yeah. you're right. Yeah. But, but Tom, uh, <laughs> I think this might be a good place to plug your Instagram handle if you're okay with that. Oh, yeah. Are you put, what, what platform are you primarily posting to? The All the hunting pictures mostly go on Instagram, yeah. Instagram? Yeah. yeah. Are you going to be doing this this May? Because this yeah. would be awesome. Like, this is what I would be tuning in for. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Some triple kills on carp. Yeah. You've taken videos of you bow fishing. Right. I think I've seen those. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have Because I have to figure out how to post them. Yeah. Because then when you shoot it, I mean, it's it's hooked because it, the air's not coming back out. Right. And then you are reeling like a right, like an a, actual yeah. reel. Yep. And have you ever lost one? Oh, yeah. Are you so them? sometimes them big ones, well, when, if we get into the real big ones up there on the lake, you got to have a friend with you for the double tap. You got to get two the arrows in that thing. Oh, yeah. no way. Yeah. Wow. If you don't get two arrows, wow. if they zip and they hit the end of the line yeah. with too much force, even though that the harpoon tip opens up inside of them, it'll pull clear out if they really go, you know, right. if they take off on that's a real fast speed. zoom yeah wow. it's like robin hood and little john yeah i know we need a partner <laughs> that's right we had no idea. i think two years ago we hit it just right and we had a ton of them and my buddy can't swim and he was with me and <laughs> oh, we were out there and we had the boat almost full like to the like you know the flat bottom boat how it has just the seats are level yes. and then it has little dips in between we had all them spots full and we're standing on the seats and he's like dude we should go back to the bank and dump all these out because we gotta make room this boat like yeah. there's barely an inch of boat above the water <laughs> and i was like dude look at the size of that one there was a real big one so i shot it and like i'm pulling on the line and a wave hit and our boat just disappeared out from under no. us yeah you have oh. you have flotation devices i'm sure yeah they were floating away with the carp yeah they were they were down in the bottom under the carp so they're like uh, there's just like carp floating everywhere and our life jackets so, so did you go for the carp or the life preserver that's a good well, I, mean, I helped my yeah. buddy get to the shore because he can't swim then i went back and i went down and got a hold of the boat and it luckily it was we were only in maybe 10 feet of water it wasn't real deep yeah. and oh, so wow. we just i just dragged the boat up to the shore so we could dump it out and then we picked up what carp we could and threw him back in but no. that was pretty exciting no, I think Tom is down. Just think back to what he just said. And I think he's downplaying what just happened. I, I'm trying to piece it all together in my did mind. You, did Division. you just say you brought the boat back to shore? Like, this is like yeah. Peyton Hillis, what put him in the hospital. Yeah. Sounds like the greatest adventure of my life. Right. Yeah. It's like a Tuesday. I, I, like, you did a great job telling the story, but I, I want to make sure we understand just how crazy I, I, I this is. I could just see him bow up out of the air, because I'm sure you got to watch oh, yeah, out for your bow. You don't yeah. let go of your bow. No, you I got, never let go of the got, bow. Yeah. You know, the boat in the other hand, you're just treading with kicking legs. Oh, my. That's, yeah. that's some power in the trunk. And then you had to swim back out to the boat. Well, was that was it yeah, like so capsized I, at that point? Well, the boat was sunk straight down to the bottom. Like, <laughs> and in movies, boats always sink really slow. That's not how it happens in real life. Like, we're standing there, and next thing you know, it's the boat's gone. just gone, and we're just like, well, like, it's, yeah, and so I just helped my buddy get to the shore. We set our boats down, and he stayed there, and then you could see the dead fish and the life jackets floating, so I knew about where the boat was, so I went back and just dove underwater till I felt it and grabbed a hold and started pulling and drug it back up to the shore wow that is so much man wow. that is a lot of man oh, like i'm just like in my head i'm picturing yeah. just pulling on pulling this boat it, right it, wait, the beach. is this is this during the day or at night yeah it was during the okay. day yeah. yeah we have done some night fishing yeah, my friend farmer dave yeah. had a boat all lit up oh, we take that out man. wow do you lift tom no, just hay bales. <laughs> never, you've never lifted a weight. No. Wow. Wow. You blew up after high school. Or am I getting off subject? No, no this is good. Sorry. Well, everybody, everybody comments on his strength. I, I, I didn't know if we were done with the hunting. Well, we, I don't want to interrupt. We've uncovered it's a high protein diet. So yeah. that helps. Yeah. Yes, that very makes lean, more sense. Now. Like, very yeah. lean. Yeah, because you kind of blew. I mean, you were always. You, you grew up on a farm. Right. You were strong in high school. I remember right, but you I were was small. Like I was always smaller growing up. Yeah, yeah. you then, added some 
some oh, beef yeah. later on. Yeah. So you're telling me you don't you what? don't do sit ups? You don't do nothing? No. Wow. Steroids? Just work. <laughs> no. That's just, work. Yeah. Just, just farm work. Right. Hard work and clean. Yeah. Because once we graduated high school, that I just that for the for the next ten years, that's all I did was milk cows and do bale. We bailed a ton of hay. I've stacked I don't know thousands of bales yeah. of hay and stuff. Yeah. And it's a lot of work. So you just yeah we just were kept working, yeah. gained weight as you got older, but just turned it straight into muscle. We used to, when the dairy cows would have their calves back there, I'd take a newborn calf, throw it over my shoulders, and have to carry them up to the farm and stuff. Making me hot. That helped. Like, you've seen on Instagram the videos when I take the deer out, because everyone always makes me do it. So most people, like, drag the deer, and, like, when you drag them, they get caught on everything, and it gets really annoying. So I found that if I just, like, roll it uphill and stick my head down, I can get underneath of it and just, like, carry the deer on my shoulders. And I just have whoever's with me walk beside me so I don't get shot, and then carry them out. (laughs) that way but it goes (laughs) so much faster and doesn't get hung up on everything right well it's all natural i guess i was i was looking to get to the bottom of that (laughs) because he just blew up after high school it begs the question what's what would you prefer like a hay bale fit or mason fit masonry fit Mm. because i'm thinking about you know boxing you tyler down (laughs) in decades and you were masonry fit main block like you were you were pretty fit. Then. That's only doing yeah. one thing. That's one thing back and forth. I think the farming is more of a uh, lifestyle. Like a well, it is a lifestyle, but more yeah. of a CrossFit You're type the, of yeah. thing. Right. Yeah. That right. was. That's it. You're the show. Uh huh. But yeah, this this body by farm, you can't argue with. Yeah. That. yeah. Tom, would you agree? Oh, yeah, definitely. You work a lot of different muscles doing all... Because, you know, yeah, you're pitchforking manure, you're shoveling, you're carrying water buckets. Like, you are you use a whole bunch of different muscles. And then you're picking them hay bales up and throwing them up above your head. So, yeah, it definitely works a lot of different muscles doing all how, those. How many stories. hours do you think you work a week? Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, because, like, but, oh, a 40-hour work week. Because I think of farmers, they work all the time. All the time. Right, right. Yeah, it's like, so you ever set down... Slow season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you're but not like, figuring hours like I worked right, this many hours. Right. When we did dairy farming, yeah, I would have hated to figure out how much I made per hour. It would <laughs> yeah. have been terrible. Yeah. And, and I don't know oh, if man. you were in here, Tyler, but he, uh, you work three days a week at, at the factory. At Luke, now. Yeah. yeah. At, which and that you, three days a week, and you get forty hours in three days. Right. And you you farm on top of that. Right. Yep. So and nice. you're sitting Got here it. with us. Thank you. Tyler. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. On your day off. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, in 2013, we sold the dairy cows, and I went to the factory and started doing that and crop farming, and then got some beef cows yeah. now and some goats. Do you want to get? Uh, do you have goals to get the farm bigger, or do you like where it's at right just, now? Yeah, it's just I enjoy farming. I've always enjoyed it. Right. I didn't, if it if it if it could have made more money, I'd have just kept doing that all along. But right. Milk price. Well, now like milk price goes up and down, and there's. It's just there's some good years and bad years. Right, right. It's not as consistent mm-hmm. as like the factory job. You know, you can go in every day and you know exactly what your job's <laughs> yeah. going to be. Yeah, there's some definite benefits it makes, of that. It makes planning a lot easier because, oh, yeah. you know, everything's going to be covered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're using a bow out at the farm, can you shoot things that would be out of season if you're using a shotgun? Like, are you, are you able to have some fun while you're working? No, well, I mean, like the groundhogs, like you can shoot groundhogs. What about like rabbits? Can you, can you just during season? They're okay. from November to the end of February. Yeah, but there's no landowner. Can you do? Can you landowner so, tag them? So for the deer, you can 
you don't have if you shoot a deer on your own farm you don't have to buy a license but it has to be within the bag limit and during the season that's open oh, okay. so it's only during the regular season and you still get the same amount of deer you would if you bought the tag you just aren't required to buy the tag if it's on your farm let's talk about some big hunting trips yeah so we go i've hunted javelinas in texas i've hunted moose in wyoming elk in colorado and idaho and mule deer in colorado and wyoming and then i've hunted antelope in wyoming a few times i've got i've probably gotten six or seven antelope i've gotten four elk a bull moose and i've only gotten a few mule deer i haven't gotten a lot of mule deer where'd you get the moose wyoming and western wyoming i don't know if you're familiar with like jackson hole in the tetons area Uh we were just south of there okay yeah i got really lucky so a moose tag is hard to draw but there's a limited amount of tags that get given out in a random draw so most of the western tags are in a lottery system you put in the money for the tag and if your name's drawn you get it if not you just get a refund check so the moose i put in for five years and i got the random draw like normally it'll take 10 to 20 years to draw that tag oh wow yeah so i was like way ahead you got got year one or when did you get it i put in five years okay and was able to draw that tag right and And filled the tag which yeah so the bull that i shot i passed him up a bunch of times during the hunt it was a small one and i seen several big ones i really wanted to get you know like one of them big wall hanger (laughs) moves but then it got down to the last day and i was like man this is an expensive tag i don't want to uh go home empty-handed so that moose luckily he was hanging right by the road i shot him and he he died i shot him at the longbow he's about 50 yards out and he hit him right in the chest and he just went right down and it was 100 yards downhill it's right to the road to load him up it was, that deer have met dropped like, him with a bow yeah. the longbow so not a compound a longbow right, that's about <laughs> when i was shooting longbow yep <laughs> so he just followed you around all week that he won it well he just hung around there was like a stream there with some willows and there was some i think the cow moose was in heat and he was too young and dumb and horny and he just didn't want to leave so (laughs) he just stayed there the big ones they stayed up high and they've all been there yeah they didn't (laughs) come down as much safer in the clouds young man but they're still huge i mean even though it was (laughs) a small one i mean they're enormous yeah it was a young i shouldn't say small it was a young moose, but yeah yeah that thing oh my gosh yeah it was huge i've never seen a moose that's one of the animals yeah, i want to see out yeah, in the wild right, because they're they're, they're taller than us like when you, they're oh, so long-legged really, yeah. yeah and it it's impressive like once you're up close to them do you have any tags out right now that are do you have a, a tag that a dream tag that you'd oh, like yeah. to fill oh man yeah I, um, I would love to go up to alaska and do alaskan moose because they're they're even bigger you know yeah. those are the oh. biggest so there's alaskan moose then canadian moose and then the ones down here are the shiris moose there's shiris yeah 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 there's three different species okay. of moose yeah and so the alaskan ones are the biggest and i think that would be really neat to go do that have you applied for this have no you tried? the i look the the travel expenses is what mm. makes that one a real expensive hunt right like i would probably sure. have to skip going out west for a year or two to okay. save them yeah. do that yeah. so wait, wait for a couple of years on that one yeah so, so what about a off the north american continent hunt i mean would you Ooh. africa my dad hunted africa in the 90s and that he i seen his home videos he took over there that that was something i really wanted to do they have a lot of civil unrest and stuff like when he went it was still pretty safe I and mean, i'm sure there's places that it is but 
where where he went it wasn't as after that there was some political stuff going on that made it not as safe for travel so yeah yeah because yeah he was gonna go he wanted to go back and i planned on going with him yeah once i was old enough because when he went in the 90s i was too young so tom you've talked you've talked a lot about uh bows guns um blow guns ever gotten into a blow gun yeah because i watched the tim Tim wells Wells, yeah yeah Yeah, the only thing i've shot with well (laughs) one time there was a uh a a mouse got in the house and we would hear him running around so i had the blow gun out and i had it sitting on the coffee table and i was watching tv and all of a sudden i heard it and i look over and he comes running out from under the stove and he's zooming across the kitchen floor and i shot and nailed him stuck him to the floor and that was pretty exciting because other than that the only thing i shot with the blow gun was one of my friends that got real drunk Awesome. Both are useful purposes, yeah. so that's great. <laughs> he deserve it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did. He, it was so funny because he got shot and he like looks around. He's like, "What was that?" And then he just like goes right back to passing out. And I was like, "Yeah, you had too much." <laughs> a mouse is a pretty impressive shot. Yeah, that's, that's on the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, who's Tim Wells? What's, what's oh, oh uh, this guy is yeah, amazing. He, he spear hunts, bow hunts, everything. Like he'll shoot the compound bow and just like shoot animals running at like 120 yards. And yeah. like he shoots, he shoots morning doves' heads off while they're flying. Yeah, like, with a blowgun. Well, and, and with his bow, and he hunts too. with spears yeah. too. He'll turn up in a tree and spear down. The one video I saw with a blowgun was, um, I guess, bam, uh, baboons are like oh, infested yeah. somewhere, and they're like open season, like like a hog right. would be here. Yep. And he had this little hut, a little blind. Yeah. with the blowgun and he was just blowgunning wow. these baboons it was wild yeah. Yeah. yeah and then he went down to florida where the iguanas are invasive and took them out with yeah. him too yeah wow yeah. he has some really cool videos very cool yeah. so with your instagram tom do you have aspirations of you know getting the lander name out there and your, and your lifestyle and your hunting and i mean or do you just do it just kind of for friends and fun right right because i've i had some friends that they would try and get into like the TV aspect, like to try and to do it to get famous. And they, I had been offered, I never wanted to do that because I don't like the sellout part of it. Like I'm not going to go and endorse something I don't believe in just for money. Like that's just not something I'm interested in at all. Yeah. That's the song we know. That's right. True to stay true to character above all else. Wow. Cause you don't, you don't need to spend a ton of money to go hunting. Like a lot of the, like I had recurve bows that I would pay 25, 50 bucks for at a yard sale and go on big game hunts with it. You don't need to spend a ton of money to go do all that. And a lot of the stuff online and on TV, that's what they're trying to sell is that, you know, you got to spend the most they money and buy the, the latest and greatest and get the everything. sponsorships and all that. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you don't, you really don't need that to have a good time and be successful. Yeah. Judging by the golf bag that you showed up with at golf, I'm I'm gonna believe that you took you you will take a twenty five dollar bow on a five thousand dollar hunt. Yeah, <laughs> I do believe it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and you'll get results. That's right. That's the important part. And, That's it. I think the reason Andy's asking Tom is not to tell you that you need the deals, but just saying that you've got the audience. Like agree. We, we agree. love seeing it. Like that's that's fun stuff. People well, like I, authenticity. That, yeah, that's right. They like that. yeah. And I like the whole the only reason I got on Instagram is to because I wanted to share my like. There, I know people enjoy. Not everybody has time to go do it. And lots of lots of my friends, people I work with and stuff, they they're always like, man, I wish I could go out there and do that. And so I try and share as many pictures as I can because I know they like to see all that. Yeah, right. Keeps it alive. Yeah, because whenever you come back to work after a trip like that, everybody's like, oh, I want to see all your pictures. So right. And then when you're out there 
you can just upload them and people can see it right as you're out there. And That's right. It's pretty neat. Is right. Emily your videographer sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, because when, when, when we first started dating, I don't know, you, you might have saw it on Instagram. There's a video on hers that I'm tagged in. So, like, one of our early dates, we went down to Mohican and we were hiking and she has always loved raccoons. She thinks they're really neat. And so we're hiking along and we saw a raccoon. I was like, oh, do you want me to go catch that for you? And she was, she's like, oh, sure. Like, I don't think she thought I was serious. So the raccoon takes Silly off her. running and I took off chasing it and it starts up a tree and it got up real fast before I jumped. And she's like, oh, well, it got away. I was like, it didn't get away. And I grabbed that tree and I gave it a shake and that raccoon went flying. Like he just landed and he was stunned. I ran over and grabbed him by the tail and brought him over to she wouldn't like pat him or hold him or anything but i, I brought her this is your it. first date no it was like oh, probably within like oh, a week wow. or two of knowing each other <laughs> wow oh, my she's word. Thinking, i gotta lock this down now yeah. wow the the legend grows yeah that's an amazing <laughs> story a like, shaking what? a tree yeah right. getting a raccoon out because right. there's lots of videos on there too because i i always uh catch groundhogs by hand oh i've seen a lot yeah. yes i yeah. like those but groundhogs yeah. are dumb yeah, but they're raccoons mean. are dumb, are they? Right, and raccoons are more flexible, so you gotta be careful because if you grab a raccoon by the tail and you're not real careful, it can swing up and bite you. But a groundhog, if you have him by the tail and you're holding him upside down, he's not as flexible in the lower back, and it's harder unless he reaches up and grabs his hind foot to like pull himself the whole way around. He won't just swing up and bite you, so it, it is a little bit easier. Real quick, wow. back to the raccoon story. <laughs> so you grabbed this raccoon after yeah. it fell out of a tree, and you took it back, and oh, and she she thought it was neat, but she. She didn't want to she wasn't interested i just let it back go then yeah, oh she didn't want to pet it no i thought she would because she yeah, raccoons, did but... all that work for her <laughs> yeah was that a red flag <laughs> <laughs> i love how tom so. just turns mohican into the wilderness center yeah. Yeah. A, trip, a trip with tom and he just like domesticates everything <laughs> so, dr doolittle i want to hear more That's how do you catch a groundhog because i've got uh, i've got a groundhog problem in the backyard yeah. how do you catch a groundhog well, by most your of them when i catch them it'll be like when the hay's at just the right height where you see when they stand up yeah and then when they go down it covers them so they you you're locked in you know right where he was at but he can't see you anymore so then you just book it running as hard as you can straight can at him. behind him yeah and, and okay. usually he'll try to go for his hole but he yep. gets flustered because he keeps an eye on you right. and yeah and i'll just reach down and grab him by the tail while he's running and oh pull word. him up that way yeah do you ever whistle to get him to stand up yeah, yeah. yep have yeah. you been bit by one uh, surprisingly, no. What about a raccoon? Yes. Yeah, Lots. Yeah. Yeah, you said Not a lot. Not as much as you would think. Just a couple of times. Can you get rabies from a raccoon? Oh, yeah, definitely. Seriously? That's, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I only know it from so, the office. So. I don't know if it was during <laughs> high school or right after high school, but at some point, my friends told me, they're like, you ever seen a skunk spray? They always raise their tail and spray. And they're like, they can't spray if they don't raise their tail. I was like, well, that makes sense. Every time I seen a skunk spray, it raises tail. So... I forget where we were at, and I, I seen a skunk. So I was like, oh, I got an idea. I'm going to go tuck his tail between his legs so he can't spray, and I'll just go grab the skunk. So I ran up, and I scooped him up, tucked his tail up between his legs, and I got a hold of him, and that son of a bitch sprayed me and bit me. It was awful. A skunk like, did? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, sprayed by a skunk. It was like the worst day ever. It smelled for weeks. It did not want to go away. Because like when it gets right on your skin, it's just that hangs around. But you proved something that maybe no one has proved, and that a skunk can spray with his tail down. Right. So we right. now know that's a myth. So yeah. if anybody out there has a skunk in their yard or something, Something. Do not yeah. tuck his tail between his legs. We'll it submit not... that to be peer reviewed. Yeah, we're that get should that, be a, yeah, a, a J-Star article. article. Yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness.
So, awesome. so what did you do with this? I mean, like tomato juice is kind of the, the legend of that gets rid of skunk. The well, after smell, a while, it didn't, after a while, it just didn't bother me as much as it did everyone else. So, if you like your harder. personal space, it really helps with that. Yeah. <laughs> is it oily? Like, what is the substance like? Uh, well, it's just wet. Like, it just, mostly just, just the smell is the worst part. Yeah. Yeah. How was the bite? Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't good. No, yeah. not good. No. Okay. Their, break, their teeth. break your skin no it didn't no okay. luckily it didn't did the record? i think it was no i have no none of them have oh, wow. yeah because okay. i think it was more of a, a like a he, like he wasn't biting aggressively he just wanted to be left alone yeah yeah yeah, gotcha. yeah. the rare he barked and he bit right there wow. yeah what else have you been bit by anything anything cool when well not i didn't okay so have you ever been scared for your life has the hunter okay. ever become yeah. a hunted yeah so Though, uh, a couple years ago, my buddy Kevin and I, we were hunting antelope, or no, we were hunting mule deer in Wyoming, and there was some tall prairie grass, and we're walking along, and he's still teasing me. So, all of a sudden, a rattlesnake started rattling, and I jumped, like, he's like, he said he's never seen a white person jump that high. Like, I was just, it scared the crap out of me. I just straight up in there. I shot it with my bow then, shot him right in the head, but it scared the bad? crap out of me. Nice. I, had, I, kept, I have his rattle at home still in a bag somewhere yeah but yeah that that startled me right so in a situation like that mostly what i hear of is people carry a sidearm like a pistol are you mm -hmm. saying that you substitute a bow for a pistol you'd rather just right. carry your bow the only time that we took a gun out was well when we hunted montana we were in grizzly bear country and there i did carry a gun yeah yeah okay but most of the time i just have a bow and a hunting knife that's it you ever yeah. been lost in the woods yes so the first time I got lost, it wasn't real bad. The second time that I got lost, it was, uh, we were hunting a new area. I'd never been there before. I had a GPS unit, a little handheld GPS. And I took off after some, I found a whole group of elk and I was trying to get in. They like, I mean, the mountains out there, it's big. Like, Where country. are you at again? Sorry. We were in Idaho. Okay, in Idaho, oh, in the mountains. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and I took off after this group of elk and I'm on them and on them and I'm staying on them all day and I'm finally getting in. I can hear them. They're like close and this storm set in and it started like freezing rain and snow and just miserable. So I was like, oh, I got to head back. It's getting bad. Well, and you're at the bottom of a mountain Yeah, right I was now? in the bottom, way down in the valley. <laughs> okay, you yeah. got to go back up to the top. Well, I had went, so I didn't real, like I was keeping the track of the elk and I wasn't worried because I had the GPS. So I was like, I didn't realize how long I'd stayed in the valley. I was no longer in the same drainage that I had went down in, but I didn't gotcha. know this. So I turned around and uh, my GPS, I went to fire it up and the screen went dead. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it wouldn't okay. light up at all. Like nothing would happen. How far away? are you from well, where you need to go so i didn't know at the time i wasn't sure i thought well i'm gonna head up uh try and get up a little higher see if i can see anything that looks familiar but it was so cloudy and windy and just like freezing rain and snow and miserable and i just i had on just like a hoodie camo pants and a jacket i wasn't really prepared for the bad weather because it wasn't that bad when i took off well, it started, it was getting pretty dark and I thought, well, I'm, I don't even know where I am. I don't have a flashlight. I'm not going to walk in the dark. There's cliffs, there's holes. I don't uh, know where I'm, you know, I don't want to walk off a ledge you know, like and sit in the dark. So I uh, started uh, snapping off pine branches and built a little shelter. So the pine branches would shed the water and I crawled down in there to sleep for the night. I tried to start a fire, but it Everything, it had rained too much. Everything was just too what? wet. So I couldn't. So I crawled down in the pine branches and it was getting 
really cold that night. So every couple hours I'd get up and just like move my arms around and walk around in circles and then crawl back down in there. And at one point a moose walked by, like I heard something and I was like, shit, I hope it's not a bear. And I look up and it was this big moose, like walked right by where I was staying in that little pine shelter. So I slept there during the night and it was miserable. And then the next day when it got light enough, I headed up as high as I could up on the mountain. And I mean, it was big country and there was nothing really looked familiar because I never had been there before. So I, with the sun coming up though, I knew which way was east and I had a pretty good idea of which way I had originally came from. So I started going and then uh, I had, I was out there with my dad on that trip and I heard him yelling then. So I knew I was heading in the right direction and we went back later and found my shelter and I was five miles from the trailhead. When five I was miles? Last. Yeah. Wow. Oh my word. So you were out there and yeah. you had what for food or water? I had nothing. You had nothing. No. Do you, <laughs> have you changed that now when you go out? Do you, are you, do you go more prepared now because of that? I probably should, but not really. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but did you have your, bow, you had your bow with you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. So if, if things prolonged, yeah. you had a way to get food for yourself. Right. My yeah. Goodness. Cause we saw the game morning and he was, he was surprised cause he said that, uh, he said with as cold as it was, he thought I would have gotten, like I, I was in pretty rough shape, but I wasn't, I, I still was able to yeah. walk back out on my own, but I, it was, it was miserable cold and I was wet and yeah. Out was there metal. a time where you were like, kind of got shitty about it? Like, Oh no, like I'm in some trouble here. Well, yeah. I, I mean, that's why I kept getting up and walking around. I knew I didn't want to lay there and fall in too deep asleep as cold as it was. Cause okay. I was worried. Yeah. That How cold it, it was, was. Yeah. It was pretty thirties. How cold? I, I mean, it was freezing rain and snow. So there was like, I don't know how cold it got during the light part of the night up on Were that you mountain. Shivering? Oh my. Yeah. It yeah. was. Yeah. I was worried that I would stop. Yeah. What was that reunion like when you found your dad? Oh, he's like, oh man, your mom would have been so mad if you died. (laughs) (laughs) You're not thinking about mom. You're like, I should be a Navy SEAL right now. That's a true dad. Spoken like a true dad. Yeah, and the other, you asked about other near death. So the, one of the earlier elk hunts I went on with them, I got up on this meadow and I was like up high on the mountain. And all of a sudden I hear this like rumbling sound and I was like, it's like sunny and nice. It's like, it's not thunder. What the, well, here there was like a whole herd of elk and I don't know what happened, but something like stampeded them and they all came running. And like the only thing that went through my mind was that scene from Lion King. I was oh, like, yeah. great, this is it. Like I thought I was about to get trampled to death like Simba's dad. And so then they all, they went like right by me, but that was, that was really intense there. I imagine. What's that sound like? Do they make any noise with their mouth or is oh, it yeah, all just elk like bugle. foot noise? Yeah. Yeah. But no, at the time those ones, I don't know what had startled them if yeah. it was a hunter or an animal or what but they were just they were all it was a large group and they were all they were booking it across yeah, that'd like be scary. they came out of the pine trees like because i didn't know what was coming until they got to the open and then i was trapped out in the yeah. like i had nothing to get behind there like That's i was right. out in the meadow just like somebody saw that rock start to shake shake <laughs> yeah. on the ground and you knew something was coming yeah I hunted the whole week, never saw it. it started, after the second day, it rained every single day, and we just had oh. terrible weather. And so I never got one. So we go to come back, and we get to the Border Patrol hut thing or whatever, like where they stop you at the checkpoint. And he's like, do you have anything to declare? Do you have any weapons? And he's like, well, I have a gun. And he hands him the paper. The guy goes, these are the papers to bring a gun from America to Canada. Where's your papers to bring a gun from Canada to America? And it, 
We, we don't have any. He's like, he's like, we called and asked, and this is what they sent us. You know, he's like, it's yeah. He's like, it's the same gun. I didn't buy a gun in Canada. Like, this is the gun that's on the papers. The serial numbers match. You know, like then he's like freaking out. He's like, dude, this is my neighbor's gun. Like, his it was his grandpa's. Like, I borrowed this gun to take on this. Oh, it's borrowed. Yeah, and so they're like telling him that it's gonna be like confiscated and destroyed. And then they accused us of uh, terrorism because they were like, why are two people from opposite ends of America traveling together with a gun? Because he's he had a Kansas driver's license and I still had an Ohio driver's license. So these, the Border Patrol guys in Canada, they were just being dicks. Luke's like on the verge of crying. Like he's like nervous and upset and everything. And I was just kind of pissed off. And so like, I'm passive aggressive about everything. Like I don't, I'm not going to like yell at a Border Patrol agent <laughs> right. and end up in jail. No, yeah. So I, they were like, hey, they're like, you guys are being detained or whatever. They separated us and everything. So I went into the bathroom and soaked the paper towels in water, put them in the sink, turned the sink on. I flooded the border patrol place and then we left. And we got, we got there again. Yeah, yeah so, I, so I'm not sure if I'm allowed back into Canada. I've never tried going back after that. But yeah. Are they, you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, they pissed us off. Tom Landry. Stories are nonstop. Yeah. That's awesome. Flooding a border what a patrol life. agent. What a life. What a life. Lived, that, what a life. And um, I hope it's okay that it, we have been recording and we recorded all of that story. Oh. Is that okay? Or should we I, not? Should we not? I don't know. <laughs> like, no, I don't know no, if they no. still are wondering what happened. No there. names are mentioned, were they? No. Because <laughs> that's actually a really great story. <laughs> I mean, Freaking flooded flooding flooding the border, border patrol, patrol shit. <laughs> because they want to confiscate your guns. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. See, I knew we'd run the risk that Tom would be coming in here telling some crazy, unbelievable stories in such a believable way right. that it just like the crazy comes across it, as the mundane. Yeah. If he told and a story, so, he so can not. say anything in the tone that he is talking, and I would believe it. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Everything Absolutely. sounds like it, right. but that's, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the Minnesota, what is the Boundary Waters trip where we canoed from Minnesota to Canada in that yeah, Liddell was on that one, and I can't. There was, I think there was nine of us. I don't remember who all was on, but yeah, that was that was a really neat trip. Who was we, the leader? Um, Cindy Detro. Oh. Detro, Cindy yeah. Detro. What yeah. year was this? Uh, that was I was in tenth grade, so it'd have been two thousand. Okay. That name is not that name does not ring a no. bell at all. Yeah, no. I don't no. know what her position was Are at Central. Sure like that's that the she only was time I was affiliated with the school. <laughs> I didn't so. didn't Tim shoot you that one? I thought Tim did. Or Tim was did a, a Foxfire one. Okay, yeah. that's all right. Yeah. So did they let you take your longbow on the mini term? No. So actually, when it was time to leave, I got really sick and I didn't make it to the van. So I had to fly and meet them out there, and I actually. They that was the first time of uh, the airline. So oh no, I so how did that work? Because oh that's right, I got stopped at security. So I had a pocket knife on me, and I had a I think I had to put it in my checked luggage. You couldn't take it as a carry on at that point in time. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. But yeah, so I, that's why I had the pocket knife with me because when we were out there, like I said, the, it was a bad year for mayflies. The fish weren't biting. We didn't bring enough food because we planned on catching and cooking lots of fish. So I jumped in and grabbed that snapping turtle and was going to kill it and the guy told us that no we weren't allowed to harm him so we had to let him back go yeah so what 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 was a, a 
day like on that mini term? I mean, big picture. It, I just rained I, all a I know lot, is, and okay. we canoed a lot, just lots of paddling. It was so peaceful. It was really so. Basically, the premise is you're you're just canoeing every day, yeah. stopping at an and island, portage, and yeah, set, set up, up a camp. Tent. Yeah, okay. Nathan Raymer from our class, how he was on that one. Do you remember Nathan Raymer? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Liddell, Nathan, and uh, I think it was Chris Steiner. Who else? That was ahead of us. Oh yeah, Chris, yeah. ahead of us, not the Chris yeah. Steiner. Yeah, and then who, I can't think of who all else was on there. Yeah, we had we had some good time. That was a that was a real enjoyable trip. Yeah, no disasters. N- no, it actually yeah, that one went pretty smooth the whole time. Other than good for Cindy. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Because <laughs> I still the one thing I remember about her, she was like really sensitive, and uh, she made me apologize to a pine tree because I said that is a really fat tree, and <laughs> she's like that could have hurt the tree's feeling. I remember having to apologize. A pine tree and oh, feeling man. that was it's really... a good thing your pocket knife got kept at the airport because <laughs> you could have been doing a lot of apologizing. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Now run us through catching that snapping turtle. You had mentioned that groundhogs do not have the dexterity necessarily to grab you, reach around and grab right. you. So if you when you see a snapping turtle like wallowing in the shallow and like you can't make it out real good, when you feel if as long as you feel the jagged part of the shell, that's the rear facing, then it's safe to grab your hand up under the shell and grab his tail. If it's smooth, you're at the danger zone because that's the front. So yeah, if you feel like if the water's muddy and you can't really get a good see of it and you reach down and tap his shell, if it's jagged that's the good side to go for to reach no down way. yeah have okay. you ever been bit by a snapping turtle no okay no that would be awful yeah, yeah. really they're very strong yeah like snap a pen in half off oh yeah uh, yeah okay yeah. they're really aggressive yeah uh, all right now what about this arizona trip michael rogers said yeah. that you were just in your element and andy this is your connection yeah, Tommy. Let's, let's get I, this yeah. Arizona trip i know i'd like to hear what you remember uh, when we arm wrestled on his coffee table and i thought that coffee table was gonna break we arm wrestled you and i yeah did we really talk yeah. that sounds amazing <laughs> you probably smoked me i don't remember but i just remember that i just remember that that table was shaking <laughs> was like wobbling. so that yeah i thought we were gonna break that's their awesome coffee table. man i don't i have no memory of that <laughs> i remember that kitchen though and i remember all we ate the whole trip was beans and rice yeah yeah that was yeah, a good time. that loft we slept in. Because you were in the loft with, with yeah. uh, Nathan and John. Okay, yeah. I think you were up there because I was yeah. with Caleb and Michael. Oh, okay. And then downstairs, which we got busted for doing the top yeah, 10 list there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The... Uh. <laughs> Well, allegedly, oh, yeah. allegedly, yeah. I don't have any recollection of this, but allegedly Michael, Caleb, and I had, you know, pillow talk in the bunk beds about, we th- it was late at night, we thought everyone was asleep, but, you know, the construction out west, paper thin walls, so right. we started comparing, you know, females okay. in, in the high school, and we put a list together. I see. And we went through the list, and the ladies that were sleeping next to us heard this entire conversation. Oh, so, right. Is this right. a lead into a conversation about your sister? <laughs> <laughs> There we go. There it is. There it is. She had graduated at the time, so she's no, no. Uh, she's on the list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any other trips with Central, Tom? Any anything that uh, comes to mind? Even I mean, Arizona. The, yeah, those were the two big ones. Was yeah. the Arizona? Two, those two animal husbandry. Then your fourth was. The mini barns one in ninth grade, yeah. What's the mini barn? What was we that? built those little mini barns. You know by the tennis court? Like where they had the little mini barn, they stored stuff? We built you just those. Build on it. Yeah, we built those. Oh, on they made that a mini term? Yeah. Yeah, like get a kid yeah. from Home Depot. We had, uh, I don't remember who was the How leader. How did you ma- build? 
Because uh, I think we built like three and they auctioned them off at that when they had the uh, fish fry in the big auction Where'd thing. the money go to? I have no idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good life experience. So, I actually ended up doing construction for a while. I, I mean, like, I did too. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, oh yeah, this is actually a really practical skill that we learned. I wouldn't give any credit to that, but that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. So, so Luke, on a previous episode, you did an in-depth on the uh, 03 camp out. I yeah, can't remember. Yeah. Did you dig into the O2? Was there any O2 before? Yeah, so we were supposed to. Great question. Kyle Bune was supposed to have the hookup with the chicken farm people because we were going to put the chickens in the school. <laughs> That's and, a good one. Because I went with it. Yeah, because I was going to help. We were going to. We had already. So I had all the pallets set up behind the school so we could climb the pallets to get up on the roof. And we were going to go to that little, you know, that little foyer area. like The where, courtyard. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We were going to put all the chickens in there. And then once school started, open the door to let them out throughout the building oh, was the plan. Right. And uh, <laughs> we got to the chicken barns in the middle of the night because Kyle drove. I rode with them. And... Uh, when we got there, he hadn't talked to his relative that had the chicken farm, and apparently it was right after like chicken ship out day, so all the chickens were gone. We get there and the barn was empty. There was oh, no chicken chickens. ship out. Yeah. that close. Yeah, yeah. could have been really exciting. Oh, it's always I, the chicken ship out day yeah. that gets you. Yeah. A day late, a day late. I was, I was really yeah. anticipating that. I, I so was, that was going to be our senior prank, right? That was going to be our senior and prank. Were, were we? Did we stay out? camp out on the uh, so, outside yeah. school yeah okay yeah so that was did. for that last day or right last week so you remember the blue rock that was painted blue yeah and everybody peed on it and then whoever <laughs> it was don't remember that. that spoke in chapel the next day told everybody that as you're leaving to go out and rub the central rock for good luck <laughs> Yeah, and like nobody knew why it was funny to like a group of us because we all had just peed all over the rock. And then, I don't yeah. think I was in that group that knew yeah. it was funny. Yeah. Some of us did more than rubbed it. I think some kissed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like kiss the rock like the Blarney Stone. Yeah. Get that underneath. If it's lucky, more's better, right? <laughs> Tom, give me a I heard you guys mention on some of the other ones Brian Muncy. Yes, and what do you got? We had him? him for a shop class teacher. And, uh, one of the rules, since it's central and it's a private school and religious and everything, was we weren't allowed to build weapons in shop class. Mm-hmm. Well, we were young and immature. So as soon as Jason, so we had Jason C. Newsbomb and Jason P. Newsbomb. Oh, yeah. Jason C. Remember was both. the little skinny guy. Yeah. So <laughs> Brian left. To, I don't know where he left. He just left a bunch of us unsupervised with power tools because he was a shop class teacher. So he went to wherever he went. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he left, Jason and I, we took and we uh, made some swords out of wood. P or C. Yeah. P or C. Newsbomb. So Jason C. Okay. Yeah. Jason C. Okay. So we made these Sounds wooden right swords and we're just running around sword fighting, just being dumb because it's shop class and we're unsupervised. And he comes back in and he just stares at us. He's like, guys, I told you no weapons. And so I like thought, okay, I was like, we didn't, we didn't make weapons. He goes, I can see you guys have swords right now. I was like, no, I was like, this is central Christian. We made crosses. And he's like, I can see that it has a pointed end. He's like, why does it have a pointed end if it's a cross? I was like, that's so you can put it in the ground right, like don't yeah. you know how yard decorations work and he's like fine guys go out and put them in the ground and then come back in and so we're like dude this lie worked out perfectly so not only did we get away with making swords but now he's sending us outside unsupervised so we went out to the school woods and we're just sword fighting and running around and <laughs> really? having a good time <laughs> trying to find and a good spot yeah we're just like having a good time like this this is great we you know and uh we're going down the trail by the creek there mm-hmm 
and there was a dead squirrel, like a freshly dead squirrel. And I was like, well, you know, it'd be funny. I pounded my sword in the ground and hung the squirrel on the cross, like stretched his little arms out. And I was like, that's kind of funny, you know? And so we're like, oh, it's time for chapel. So we hurried up and ran back inside and we go to sit down for chapel. And they got like this thing playing on the screen with like pictures of trees and stuff. And it's somebody talking about nature and how beautiful God's creation is. And then he tells us that he's going to dismiss us row by row to walk through the school woods. I'm in panic. I'm like, dude, I'm going to go, I'm going to get detention, suspension. Some, they're going to be like, dude, there's a squirrel hung on a cross. Brian Muncy knows who made the cross. I was like, I'm, I'm in, I'm in trouble this now. This is all in the same day. Yeah. So I'm like panicking. I was like, great. This, this is going to end badly. I'm, I don't know what's going to happen to me. We're at a Christian school. I got a squirrel hanging on a cross. This is, this is not good. So I'm sitting there waiting and waiting. Like, come on, please dismiss my rope. Finally, we got dismissed. So as soon as I got to the creek, I just took off running down straight down along the creek because I knew I could hurry up and like the first group of people was like just rounding the corner and I come running up and I kicked that thing as hard as I could like way up into the bushes and oh man I was out of breath but it was so close I, I thought for sure I was in trouble on that one oh, I love it I love it that's awesome that's, yeah, that's amazing Dave Rister's like why aren't you on the soccer team <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man oh man so what brought you to central what like were you because you went started in seventh grade and you went from was it christian school to christian school that right. was the main draw yeah yep and then what do you think of central oh, I, I you didn't love, grow up mennonite right well uh so okay so my dad and his family were all brethren but my mom so the reason we grew up in the mennonite church was my mom is a uh, sign language teacher for the hearing impaired. Yeah. She teaches deaf kids. And uh, the Orville Mennonite Church had a deaf program. So she was their interpreter. Oh, so she, that's why she was at Orville Mennonite. She got that position to do the interpreting for the deaf people there. And that's why I grew up in the Mennonite Church then. Okay, so that's so I, I believe that much, that's probably how she found out about Central, Central yeah. right. was through Orville Mennonite. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't too much of a culture change for you right yeah nice well and your dad brother and that's that's still in the uh anabaptist right. lineage right. Yeah, that's yeah. in the right universe that's right that's yeah. right what are your first like few memories of central like would you did you meet of someone right away well it was like, intimidating like the the building was because you remember western christian school when we started was small like the church now is nothing like it was when we went to elementary school there like it's huge now but right. when we went it was fairly small and Central seemed really big and intimidating mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. and that, and you go from elementary school where you knew everybody for the last six years to middle school, and you don't know anybody, and they're all older than you because yeah. you're like when you start in seventh grade, you're, yeah, you're the youngest one there. Who was your first? Like, who was the first person you remember running into? And you're oh yeah, great question. I just I remember Linda Jockey giving me a lot of detentions. I had a real problem with being disruptive during class. I remember yeah. I, I do remember that. Yeah. There was like hyper hyper like you were just Yo, couldn't yeah. sit still. Oh, okay. So yeah, I was on Ritalin for like most like well all of elementary school. Mm -hmm. And then like when I was in middle school they're like you probably don't need it anymore. I probably did need it still. Right. Yeah. But if you were raised on the farm, out with cows, out, I mean, that was your world. Then just to confine that. Right. Into I had a really desk, hard right? time, like, sitting still and being inside. Yeah, yeah. That never that never really went well with me. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. For the guy that can survive in a 
homemade hut out in the wilderness for one night. Yeah, pine needles. Did you play any sports in middle school? No, not in middle school, uh uh-uh. Because I never grew up playing sports because we always, like I did farm chores and stuff, I didn't have time. I never never tried to do any uh, after-school activity stuff till later on. I was going to ask, any clubs or anything? Right. um, What was the first thing you got involved in, extracurricular? Hmm. What else? Well, I did the. I was on the golf team and the academic challenge team. Okay. okay. Yeah, I did okay. academic challenge. I like that. Freshman year. It, freshman sophomore. I think I did it freshman sophomore and junior year. Well, but was the freshman year the golf the, team was your first experience? Right. On, on a team. An organized yeah, team so, of any sort. Yeah. So maybe I didn't start academic challenge till tenth grade. I can't remember when I started that one. But yeah, golf team was the first time of being on a team like uh, that. Yeah. Awesome. Who who led academic challenge? Um. Was that What's Linda? her name? Jackie, no, no. Uh, she had glasses. I think it was Kim Nussbaum, maybe. She had oh, the, yeah, the English Kim. teacher in the yeah, upstairs yeah. room. Okay. Yeah, yeah the glasses. Thing. Yeah. Remind me, academic. What, what's the what it was like, that like Jeopardy? Like you buzz okay. in and give the yeah. Just so trivia, they, like, yeah, because like I didn't always do well in school, but I knew lots of random things, and so it was like oh, helpful for. Perfect for you. So whenever there was a math one, I just set it up because like I can't solve math that fast. But like if if it was like some stupid question about a random animal, like I was like. Oh yeah, I know that. Right. Like, yeah. Right. So those ones I was good. Can you on. like buzz in? Is right. speed rewarded? Or yeah. No? Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I could see you being good at that. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That was yeah. fun. You know, I, I I gotta say that one of my first interactions with you back at Central, because you know there for a few years I was at Kingsway. I didn't really have any interaction with you. But coming back into the Central sphere, if you will, I will never forget the bus ride from Worcester to Central the morning that you decided to sneak a train whistle on the bus. Yeah. And you always sat in the back seat. Yeah. And we were driving downtown Worcester past like where 180 is today over by Kochi House and there's like those train tracks and Karen Kayser stopped the bus, threw open the door (laughs) and she was about to close the door and you just let out like two long bursts and then a short burst and like i've never seen her like flip out so much like <laughs> she almost dropped the transmission on that bus trying to stop it cuz she was already getting started again like getting the bus rolling as you as you hammered the train whistle and you guys remember these these wooden train whistles of the 90s oh, yeah. like they the were square ones they yeah. sounded so oh, yeah. real Tom, do you and, remember and, and, this? Am I giving this yeah. justice? Like, run, run me yeah, through that, this. That sounds like yeah. I yeah, I kind of forgot, but I that sounds right. I I, I do remember the train. I have I remember the train whistle. I don't think I still have it, but I do remember that train whistle. Were you banned from the bus for like a week? I don't think so. No. no? Okay. Because before her, I think we had Eli was the driver before her, the guy with the mustache, and that's when. We had we used to play frisbee on the bus, and it went out the window and hit a car, and then we weren't allowed to play frisbee anymore because it was nice out. <laughs> yeah. What's the most trouble you got into at Central? Oh, good question. Yeah. Hmm. You never got suspended or anything. No, I don't remember uh-uh. you getting in a lot of trouble. No, uh-uh. it was mostly just I was I was disruptive. Har- a lot. Harmless. Yeah. yeah. Harmless fun. What, what was your best prank? Would you say? I don't know. That probably, depends on, that probably depends on who yeah. you ask. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I got a question for you, Tom. Yeah. And, and you know, this this strikes a little bit of a person nerve, which I don't know if we'll get into it or not. But I'd like to know who your your dates to banquet were, oh. junior and senior year. 
Junior year, just I went just with uh, John Geiser. We just drove okay. together. Yeah, Johnny yeah. G. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then senior year went with uh, Becca Kaufman. That's it. Yep, yep. Yeah. So okay. I don't know if you. Yeah. Okay. Can you yeah. say that one more time? Yeah. What was her name? Becca Kaufman. Yeah. Becca yeah. Kaufman. Okay. Yeah. So Tom, I don't know if you know this or not, um, but you know my my teenage heart was caused a lot of angst over you. Because I had actually asked Becca Coffin to go to banquet my senior year. Oh, really? And Your she senior said, year? My, my junior year, her senior year. Yeah. Which it, would have been Tom's senior yeah, year. Yeah, we were uh-huh. just on the heels of mini turn. We were in Arizona. Becca was on that trip. Right. So you thought there was a connection. Yeah. She, you rode the horse better, and <laughs> she wanted to go to banquet with you because she declined my offer. Wow. So I don't know if you knew that or not. I did not know well, that. No. Yeah. What a stud. So envious man of you. Not only because of your ability to kill animals, but also your ability to, you know, get Becca Coffin to say yes. Yeah. Was she, the rejection? She actually called me. And she, asked, okay. Yeah. Well, wait, what? Yeah. Run us through yeah, this. Go through yeah. 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 I was not expecting that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So she calls you and... She was like, hey, do you have a date for banquet? I was like, well, no. <laughs> I didn't ask anybody. And she's like, oh, do you want to go with me? I was like, sure, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So would this have been nice after Andy. the Arizona trip? This would have right. been after, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, I was, you know, the underclassman, probably a little more into it. Yeah. And well, I think she... Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Had and, friends and to be elsewhere. honest, she observed Tom in his best habitat. Absolutely. It's not like the mini term was just like going to the batting cages and watching you hit home runs, <laughs> yeah. you know? So, so it's not like the mini term was like your best habitat That's too. That's true. This is so true. It's not a fair fight. It's if not. I might you're say you're so. right. You're right. I, yeah. But it's still impressive. Yeah. Tom, very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a good time? Oh yeah. Yeah. Great. What was the entertainment? That, do you Tim, guys remember t- that? The thing? DPT shot, Tim and Paul, and the, the oh, when they Tim. did the comedy thing. Yeah. Are you serious? That's great. Yeah. That was our senior year? Yeah. Those guys were time. actually Those pretty guys, funny. Oh, I oh, think yeah. about that more. Them doing that is amazing. I yeah. know. That's so cool of them. The, they they the, put half-hour sketch yeah. the last hour. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the type of sense of humor I'd want to have. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a good dude. Do you remember who our junior year was? I don't. I don't either. The entertainment. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, Paul Gingrich was, he was, <laughs> Spanish class was a good time. I always oh, yeah. enjoyed Spanish class. What was your Spanish name? Uh, Nacho. <laughs> Nacho, <laughs> yes. I do remember that now. That's perfect. I, I always find that it, specifically with Spanish names in high school, they're always perfect. Like whenever yes. someone tells me what their Spanish name was in Spanish class, it's always what it, it should fits be. It's there, right? Yeah, persona, yeah. right? Nachos, right on. Well, I, yep. know, I was just going to ask you about golf and just oh, as yeah. your first team. That was your first team, <clears throat> right? Experience. Oh, oh. Interesting coach. You're oh, there yeah. with a few classmates, Caleb, right? Michael, myself, Lee Matos. Lee Matos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause I remember that was Lee Matos and I, that was like when we became closer with golf team, like up until then we never, cause Lee, like he's super nice. We never really had a whole lot in common, you know, but then once we were on the golf team, that was when we started. I felt like we were more close. Hanging out for yeah. Did you enjoy it? Oh yeah. The team? Yeah, I did. I was never any good at it, but I didn't care. It was no, fun. You were out no. having fun. Yeah. And you started your junior year or when did you? I don't know. I'm oh, not, I thought, I did thought, you not play freshman year? I, oh, you I, said, I think, I don't know. I'd have yeah. to look at I think, you. I think I remember, I only played my freshman year. Okay. I think I remember playing with you. Yeah. Okay. So I must have done it the whole, yeah. all four years. Yeah. yeah. The legend I heard is that you played the first three years and then 
I remember you getting cut your senior year. That could like that could be or like asked to leave, as you yeah. diplomatically said. Yeah, does that sound right or no? Yeah, it's, I don't. Know. Right. But yeah, why you, did that happen? <laughs> did you do anything to deserve this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jared, Jared Sage and I may have uh, let the air out of somebody's tires, and I got caught and got in trouble yeah okay oh, oh, there it is. there's yeah, yeah. That's, that's the answer to the question so, oh yeah because yeah, you asked earlier too about the other if i had ever gotten in trouble at central yeah. before mm -hmm. and i forgot i did the uh, one after i thought about the letting the air out of the tires in the parking lot thing the other time we got caught in the parking lot was uh it was during trapping season and i had uh brought a bunch of raccoons in my trunk and like dead ones and took them down to i skipped class and went down to the kidron auction and sold them to the fur buyer down there yeah yeah during school hours and von trock caught me he did <laughs> yeah did he care what did he 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 was pretty cool about it i he, could see him yeah he's like do you have permission to leave the building i was like yeah he goes who gave you permission shoot i don't know but like i'm, I'm <laughs> like you got me i, I shouldn't have well, we got some good money for those furs though <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah that was back when it was still worth something oh yeah yeah that's awesome <sighs> yeah i believe there's a golf story though where did you there. leave the play and go run something down well okay so no, this? yeah or maybe this happened more than once no it was just one so it was actually during a practice we were practicing at riceland and uh there was a groundhog. He was a bit aggressive. He came towards me and I, yeah, I swung and nailed him with the driver. And <laughs> some people got upset. We shoved him up under a pine tree and hit him, yeah. But he was, you know, their property damage. Golf courses spend a lot of money. They don't like those holes in there anyway. So I felt like we were doing a favor, yeah. Sure. But, but do you remember uh, Laura Keister's brother, Mark Keister? Mm -hmm. He worked at Riceland. And he was running the ball picker upper during practice and he was out there a good ways. And everybody's like, Hey, you know, let's see if we can hit the ball picker upper. Well, I like, I wasn't good at golf, but I could hit it pretty hard. And I, I nailed it, broke the windshield on it. Oh, and no they, nobody ever ratted me out. So that was nice. I, I appreciated <laughs> nice. that. He <laughs> was like shook up and pissed off, but we, we were never really close before that. So it wasn't like, it was oh, a big deal. Yeah. 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 Wow, hitting your target. You know, I did see you hole out once on the back nine for a th for a two. Yeah, for an eagle on a par four, you scored a two. And I remember that because that's the same after that round you got cut, which makes sense now that I know the, the rest of the story. But, yeah, I, Tom, is, yeah. He, he's not he's not a stranger to, to amazing shots. No, no. Bow, on the course golf, or, yeah, or in a stand. Yeah. I like the... I like that Becca Kaufman. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that you were going to You know that? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, that's dude, awesome. I was so over head over heels for her. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, that, Becca Kaufman. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh, I spent Arizona. I think she held my hand in the van. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Wow. So she kind of wow. led you on. She did lead me on. Because yeah. we like hung out after that, too. Like, we went on like dates and like. And then, so I thought I was like, is she went? Sure, like, sure let's thing. go to banquet then. Huh? Let's do it. What did she say? She said, I'm going with Tom. Oh, so so she, whether or not she'd so asked she Tom or not, you never know. That is the question. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Interesting. Yeah. It would be nice to figure out if she had asked Tom yet or if she just said, I'm going with Tom. I'd I know. Say, I'd 
Come on, on Andy's side on this. That's that's some, yeah. that's some teasing there. Yeah. Hold my oh, hand, yeah. go on dates with me, and yeah, then say yeah. no. Yeah, go out on a trip out west with me. You know what I mean? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> who are your Who are your good friends in high school? I mean, who like gr- yeah. like who are your best group? Yeah, a lot of times, like outside of school, like during school, I would hang out with uh, Liddell Steiner and Nathan. Oh, yeah. we we hung out a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Liddell and Nathan, those are good dudes. Would you guys I, so one do? of my one of my uh, biggest memories was the one day I was with Liddell. He had that uh, white square body Dodge Dakota. Nathan had yeah. that white Pontiac Sunfire with the paint peeling, so it looked like snow camo. And Nathan's <laughs> sitting at the stop sign at the end of the school driveway there because there was like traffic, and he's waiting for it to clear. And Liddell pulls up and like bumps him, and I just thought, oh, he's just you know bumping his bumper. Well, then Liddell punches it and just shoves him into the intersection. And and you could just see his eyes in the rearview mirror getting huge. He was scared because he like shoved him right in front of the like, traffic and he had to like gun it and like cars are honking. Like, yeah, I'm sure he was like really upset about that. But that was that was pretty intense. <laughs> I bet you three got into some stuff. I mean, those, oh, all yeah. three of you are farm, like growing up a farm. Yeah, uh, ready for we adventures. Just, yeah, yeah. just outdoorsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. ready to go, ready to tear it up a little. Can bit. make yeah. it and break it. That's uh-huh. right. That's right. Yeah, after school, then like Thomas Dunn, too, we would. Yeah, yeah. we started. Uh, maybe you were in. Uh, I know Mike Rogers. There, we did the paintball. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. was there for that. That was a lot. That was like a yeah, a quick, like a big, quick fall. Maybe right. It got big for like real mm-hmm. little bit, and then it just kind of faded. We all out. got. We yeah. all bought paintball guns and just right. got really into it. We went paintballing at Thomas Dunn's. Right at the parents' as well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we had built like Zerker. forts and everything, played capture the flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good time. Wow. That was a lot of fun. You guys went hard. I mean, oh, Lunchtime yeah. Football League. Mm-hmm. When we got into something, paintball. we paintball. went with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of that football games. Yeah, I just remember some. I know somebody broke both of their arms. I see on the. I thought that you broke somebody's no, so who was leg. That? No, I got kicked in the <laughs> stomach is. with metal cleats, and so it like bled real bad. And oh. then, so the next play, I waited till he got the ball, and I just took, slammed him. Who's hard. him? Who I don't it? remember who it was. It, I, he was a, ahead of us. I he, thought it was John Geyser that you tore no, his ACL. No, or, uh-uh. no, no. This is lunchtime football. Club? No, no, this, this is... was the Sunday afternoon football oh, that we did yeah. after church. Yeah, after our senior oh, year. The tackle. Yeah. It was, yeah. This, yeah. Was, this was the tackle. This was the full tackle, like that got out of hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. need to be stopped. Oh, no. You hung wow. out with Jared Sage quite a bit, didn't right? You? Yeah. Did, yeah. What are some Sage, Sage stories? Sage, Sage, Sage. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. he was a character. Oh yeah, and we stayed friends afterwards. Oh, like, do yeah. you know? Are you hang out now? Not now, because so I. Well, so after school, then his family sold the dairy farm, and he and his dad went to Millersburg Tire, his grandpa in Millersburg Tire, and they all worked there together. Well, Jared left Millersburg Tire recently, well, within the last five years or so. He got married, and she has a dairy farm, so he's back to dairy farming again. Sage is a farmer. Yeah, again. Yeah, he went back to dairy farming. Like, I was surprised. I thought he was done with that when he yeah was because he had an office at he went he finished college got his he was high degree. up in military yeah, yeah yeah he was i figured that was going to be where he was going to stick it out and 
No, he went back to dairy farming, and so I lost contact with him then. Yeah. So I haven't seen him for a little while now. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Did you have more contact with him that he's a farmer? Right, but I don't have... When he was at Millersburg Tire, I always bought all my tires there, so <laughs> I, I, see him. I would yeah, see him sure. at least once a year gotcha. then, and so I was... That and we'd always catch up, but now I haven't seen him, and because I don't know how to get a hold... I don't have his number to get yeah. a hold of him or okay. anything. Okay, so anyway, Jared Sage stories. There yeah. has to be some from high school. Cause I, Luke asked me this, and I, I couldn't think yeah. of that many or right. really any. Like, not really from high school, but, like, I know one time he told me he uh, got uninvited to a wedding because he hooked up with all the bridesmaids. Yes. <laughs> and his, his parents found him drunk and naked in the front yard. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you can man. definitely put that, leave that in. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's hard working on a dairy farm. Yeah. I guess. Wow. Because you, yeah, you remember when New Jared had a little, he was kind of a ladies' man there. Was he? Oh, yeah. Wait, like, go on. Like after high school. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't have no idea. idea. Oh, I yeah. never, I don't know if I've seen Jared since yeah. high school. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ladies' man. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. We had that Ford Explorer for a while. Yeah, that thing that was fast and fun. Teal, was yeah, it teal Ford. Yeah. I remember. I remember when uh, Kyle Bean put that thing up on cinder blocks after oh. a soccer game one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, you could imagine Sage just bright red. Mm. Yeah, he was livid. Yeah, I thought they were buddies for a little bit. Uh, they like to do stuff. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But yeah, you're right. Jared would he would sometimes yeah. I know where the Sage Rage nickname him. I don't remember what caught you. So it was yeah because it was Adam. Well, there was a whole group of us. We were in the hall. I don't even remember what caused it to blow up. Like remember when people started getting slammed into lock? Like it like seemed like it was about to turn into like a really big fight, and then it just like kind of blew over. Calling like, him Sage Rage or no? What? Like that was I think that's when he got the nickname Sage Rage. They, oh. I don't know what they did to antagonize him. But like it started like it it seemed like it was about to get like really out of control and then somehow it just all blew over. But like, who yeah. were you about to say was in there? I don't because there was Adam and Kyle. There was like a whole group of us all. We were all by the lockers where he goes into the gym, and I don't know who said what or what. Somehow they got him all upset, and he slammed somebody into a locker, and it like it got real intense, like it was about to be like a big fight. And I don't know who said Whoa. what or what happened there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you asked me about my first impressions in middle school, and after that, mm-hmm. it reminded me. So I don't know. You, the, This was the first time when I met Jared Sage was, remember Andrew Miller from oh, middle yeah. school? Yeah. So Cleveland Heights. So. Yeah. So for some reason, if I don't know if it was because I knew or a little. So Andrew, you know, Jared grabbed me and held my arms back, and Andrew punched me in the chest and I kicked him real hard into the lockers and I got a detention over it. The teacher saw me and I got in trouble for fighting. And that was like the first time I met them. Like we all ended up becoming really good friends then. <laughs> Wait, that was like, your first like, interaction? Yeah. <laughs> like, they just like, hey guys, they just, like, grab me, they just like grabbed me Assault. and punched me in the hall and then we got into a fight and then after that we ended up becoming really good friends but I don't even know why that happened. Yeah. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> Remember like Toby Miller, yeah, uh, Matt, yeah. Matt Kellogg, yeah, oh, Toby yeah. Miller, and I used to be real good close friends too in middle school. Yeah, yeah. I went to the Indians games with him a couple times. Oh, nice, yeah, yeah very cool. Talk to Tom about the reunion. Yeah, how was he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was the oh, reunion? That was a good time. Yeah, it was nice to see everybody again. Who all came back? I mean, how many? Uh, well, how big was your graduating class? It was like forty-two, I think. Right, something like that. Yeah. Somewhere in around, the 40s. Around, yeah. yeah, it was a smaller class. Yeah. So how many came back to the reunion then? 
what, like probably 15 or 20? I was like, going to say 20. Yeah, probably like wow. half of them. Yeah. Yeah, Impressive. Nice. Strong. Yeah. What was your impression, Tom? Like, what What did you think of the, the evening? How did it go? Was oh. it awkward seeing these people? Oh, no. It was it was set up real nice. Like, I, it was nice. There was, like, nothing, like, like, it was just everybody got together to eat, and, like, you just had a chance to catch up with everyone you hadn't seen in a while at your own pace, and it was it was pretty informal and real nice. Was that your first time seeing Liddell in a while? Um, I see Liddell off and on. I yeah, I hadn't seen him in in a while, but I've seen Liddell off and on since graduation. Yeah, where uh, where was it at? What was the venue? Uh, Jenna Crosser's. Okay, that's... or Jenna. Well, what's her? It's not Crosser. Kemp. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So yeah, the story I I told was about you getting hit right, right. in the head with like fielding fly balls in the outfield. Right. Yeah. Cause and you remember like, this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was coming and I hadn't had a lot of practice. So I, yeah, didn't, didn't line it all up quite right there to catch it in the mitt and caught it with my face. Yeah. Caught it with your face. And then you, was I right? Was there a second one? Yeah. Yep. Two yeah. in a row. Well, I don't know if it was in a row, but there was two the same day. I mean, it's pretty, you it got was, under it. Yeah. You your body yeah. in the right yeah. spot. Yeah. Position. Right. Yeah. Right. Consistently wrong can be consistently fixed. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's true. So, you, I, but the, but to be clear though, that's two off the face. Yeah, not just oh. like two that hit you. Well, I know for sure the one hit like square the in the face. The, face. Other, the, the other one, one is kind of blurry. I don't. Know. Right. <laughs> I just <laughs> taking a baseball to the face. I don't remember. Yeah. Your pain tolerance must be. <laughs> I believe it was right. the chest. Yeah, the it pain tolerance. Was, he acted like it didn't even happen. So <laughs> you should have been a catcher, not out in the outfield. <laughs> yeah, right. That's it. Outfielders are soft. Everybody <laughs> yeah. knows that. That's right. Okay, I thought you played. I thought you played the whole freshman year. I didn't. Yeah. Know. Nope. Just at the beginning, and then that was. And it. then so you, but you played golf all the way up right. until. So I got asked not to. Yeah, yeah not to play. Yeah. <laughs> this is I mean, the first first central athlete to be asked about. I mean, yeah. what is going on with this? Yeah, and I actually like ironically, I almost didn't get to finish the academic challenge due to academic ineligibility because I had some <laughs> papers I didn't turn in on time. Like I almost got off of every team I ever tried out for. <laughs> yeah, just that's uh, awesome. Yeah. You should have been submitted for the Roy Bates scholarship yeah. finalist with that type of stuff. I mean, I it's that. hard to excel and then also be terrible at the same thing. That's amazing. What do you remember about our senior trip? Oh, going up to Canada. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember because Thomas Dunn ended up becoming a youth pastor, and I thought that was funny because he was the one who was like, what do we do if there's Canadian strippers? Can we throw coins at them? Because they didn't have dollar bills. And, like, this was, like, a serious concern when you're 18 years old and you're like, hey, we might yeah. be about to encounter some Canadian strippers. We don't know what we're getting into. Yeah. That's yeah. a valid yeah. question. Yeah. Right. And he's like, we just got a handful of loonies and toonies. Like, what the? What are we yeah. supposed to do? Flip, yeah. flip flip coins that hurt anybody. Exactly. Yeah. So so did that end up happening? Or? No, uh, <laughs> okay. it was just wishful thinking when you're 18 years old. Right, yeah. right. Did any nefarious activities yeah. occur? Not that I can recall. Okay. If they did, I was not aware. Our class sure. was pretty good. Yeah, we, we, really. There was never. I don't think, believe there was anything for alcohol or no. drugs. No, the one time on the Gettysburg field trip. I did get my pocket knife taken away for chasing a squirrel in the graveyard. Okay. That was, yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's, that's the kind of stuff our class yeah, got yeah, No drugs, just pocket knives no, in the graveyards. Uh, yeah. we, we were, Sounds like we a were hunting a good treasure. <laughs> How many years? Don Newsbaum? 
I don't I, recall. He had to have. I mean, Probably. I remember our whole class yeah. went. It wasn't just. Uh, he had it wasn't a good just, sense of humor too. Uh, yeah, oh, Don yeah. was one of my favorite. Oh teachers. yeah, oh, yeah. he had a really dry sense of humor. I, I was. He always made fun of Jared Sage. Yes, yes, he did all <laughs> oh. the time. I do remember that. I thought about that. Like he would just. Oh yeah. I mean, he would really try to get a rise out of him. Yeah. And Don with his like smirk, his little smile, <laughs> yeah. and he knew what he was doing. It was. Yeah. He could get Jared Sage going. He could yeah. Go. Who were your favorite awesome. teachers at Central? Oh man. Well, because yeah, Don and Paul Gingrich. Yeah, yeah. Don and Paul. Most, yeah. Who else? Well, Paul Paul Gingrich, I felt really like he he was he was a cool guy. I really enjoyed his class. He mm-hmm. he made it, he made it fun. Yeah. I got a lot out of that, and because it was fun, and I actually like learned a lot. Yeah, you you always loved Spanish. Like you yeah. were in on that. Yeah, you like Dave or Paul. Did it come easy to you, or did you like something um, else about like it? Like I don't like. When I speak Spanish, it sounds like a gringo speaking Spanish. Like I never got like real good at it, but like I knew, like I can, I could understand mm-hmm. enough. Like when Liddell got married and mm-hmm. bought his wife like, before she spoke English, I could still, I remembered enough high school Spanish to talk to her, like have like a little bit of conversation. Like, you're, you're ahead of most me. people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Was there any teachers that you had particular run-ins with? Well, like middle school, Linda Jockey, Linda middle school. Jo- I, like I had nothing against it. She was a good teacher, and I, we, it was. But I just I acted out a lot, and that was where I got in the most trouble. Was her class? Yeah, I think there'd be a lot of people that might have Linda Jockey as the yeah. answer. Yeah, she was tough. Had those runnings. She was tough. <laughs> what about your senior year? I, I remember you taking a fall in chapel in front of the entire school, right after receiving an award. Did, did you oh. get? Do you remember getting in trouble for any of those things? Because I, I, I remember you pulling those pranks all the time. Right. Yeah. I know. Like, I think by then most of the teachers were used to it. Like, I don't feel like they got too upset. Okay. Cool. For the majority of it, I do remember Tim Shue. I had to write "Whispering is Talking" according to Tim like a hundred times for talking <laughs> in music class. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he he was strict, but we got along, but yeah, he he didn't he wasn't one to let that stuff slide. Nope. You couldn't act out in Tim's class. Nope, you could not. No. That's correct. I saw him recently at Tractor Supply though, yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's got a pet turkey. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It does he. Yeah. What what is that like stirring you when you hear that like is it are you tempted to go harvest that thing or are you gonna leave it alone <laughs> no. knowing it's so easily attainable right, can it sleep easy yeah <laughs> all right did you have clicks andy oh yeah we had did oh, you yeah. did you guys have clicks but i felt like they weren't exclusive like there was people that yeah. were like closer groups of friends but like anybody could sit with natural, them. Social, natural yeah. circles and, yeah. and i think that's maybe one of the the things that the good things about central is like yeah like everyone kind of because it is so small everyone runs together even if you do have your pockets of people that right, you know right, are closer right. everyone gets along and there's right. no animosity amongst yeah. yeah, I felt the same way. It was just they're right. closer because yeah, they played basketball together, so right. you hang out more. Right. And yeah. So but as far as at a lunch table or something, yeah. I never no. felt any of that. Right. Yeah. A lot at Central. I know it. Central's pretty unique. As I got older and talked to more people at their high school right. experience, it oh, was sure. quite Completely a bit different. different. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. So, so now that I work at a factory, you know, like you have to like behave. That somehow, surprisingly, you guys might be shocked. I've never been taken to HR at the factory. Like, 
And it's not because I refrain from saying inappropriate things. I still do. And somehow just people, I don't, I think it's the way that I come across. Like nobody ever actually gets offended by me. And it's just, it's, I've been pretty lucky that way. We have, uh, (laughs) (laughs) if we all could be lucky that way. Oh my goodness. Cut. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. man. That doesn't surprise me. We were in the yellow for a day. I'm wondering, I'm wondering. But I'm so thankful you said it. I mean, you know, the two things you take seriously though, I mean, talking about your job, putting money in your pocket and putting food on the table. Those are two things Tom Lander doesn't mess around with. Yeah. You can get cut yeah. from baseball, golf, whatever you want, but those two things, locked down. Yeah, right the only skills. time I've been in HR was we had a computer password issue and the HR lady was like really hot and it was like <laughs> uncomfortable. Like she was like really super hot and she's like, well, what's your password that quit working? I was like, oh, I'll spell it out to you because I work at Luke. So I was like, it's capital L, UK, that symbol, D, E, E, Z N U T S. She's like, oh, okay. Look at these nuts. Oh, and she like got like really embarrassed, and she turned right red, and she never really said anything. She's just like, you should probably change your password. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's amazing. But HR can't hold you accountable for a password. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. That's yeah. I think she was just as embarrassed as I oh, was. Yeah. <laughs> Let me spell that out. That's awesome. That's she so was good. uncomfortably hot. <laughs> Well, Tom, thank you for being here. Thank yeah, you for, for answering me. our questions. Yeah. Tyler, Tyler Doss, thank you for joining us. No problem. Appreciate yeah. it. And Andy Yost. Yes. Fantastic. First inaugural. Thank you. Well, with a guest like yeah. Tom, it's easy. So Andy, you did amazing. For the new co host. Uh, yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. And. And Jeremy did a great job. He did absolutely. Big big shoes. He was very funny. I thought so as well. Really enjoyed his humor. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah. But Tom, tonight was all about you, and you proved that it was worth it. Thanks, guys. That's right. Glad to be here. Hello. Today. Hello. Yeah. It's Tyler. <laughs> it's Andy. <laughs> With Tom. <laughs> oh, that actually, that would be kind of funny. I'm Luke. And Andy. And Tyler. <laughs> With Tom. Well, that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're doing that. Oh.